reading about Bertha Morton, I, I realized that she was a connector and a huge part of her community. When I thought about who I wanted to nominate for the scholarship, I thought about who is really community focused. And of course, Dylan has all this experience in the Zulu Children's Theater, which is a community organization, but he's also a connector within our department. His energy just seems to naturally connect people together. And I think that's more important than ever considering COVID-19. And so I, I wanted to nominate someone who I really felt exemplified being community-centered. You just heard the voice of Dr. Jaina Mumbauer, professor in the Department of Counseling, talking about her student, Dylan Wright, one of the Bertha Morton Graduate Student Scholarship winners for 2021-2022. Welcome to Confluence, where great ideas flow together the podcast of the Graduate School of the University of Montana. I'm Ashby Kinch, Associate Dean of the Graduate School. This episode of Confluence is part of a series recognizing the achievements of some of our outstanding graduate students. Named for a great Montanan who dedicated her life to public service, the Bertha Morton Award was endowed to support graduate education by recognizing the distinctive contributions our graduate students make in research, creative activity, and public service. The work and values of our guest on this episode, Dylan Wright, clearly align with Bertha Morton's legacy. His ultimate goal is to bring his expertise in school counseling to work in underserved communities, specifically rural communities lacking access to mental health care. He has expansive experience working with children, including over 15 years with the Missoula Children's Theater. We're delighted to share his graduate journey with you. Enjoy the float. Thanks for joining us, Dylan. Thank you so much for having me. Well, first off, we just want to say congratulations on the Bertha Morton Award. What does that mean to you personally or pragmatically or financially? Oh, boy. It, it means so much to me for many of those reasons, actually. Uh, you know, I'm, I am the uh, father of two girls and uh, my, I've got a 14-year-old and an 18-year-old. And my, uh, so as my 14-year-old becomes a freshman in high school, my 18-year-old is about to become a freshman in college. So when we're talking about financial struggles, also <laughs> tying on my own graduate debt, <laughs> um, the Bertha Morton Scholarship is uh, a huge help. Also, because as I head into internship, I'm going to have to be cutting back on some of my um, my work hours at the Missoula Children's Theater, which is you know going to mean that that we're going to be even more strapped than yeah. we have been in the past. Yeah. And, and did the Bertha Morton legacy of appeal to you at all when you applied? Did you know much about her? What I heard was, here's this woman who went to school in a rural community and was so influenced by her surroundings, by her teachers especially, that it created a person that wanted to give back to a community. Yeah. Even though she didn't have the college experience, she still wanted to help encourage students to go and and to ultimately give back into the world again, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so why that resonates with me is because that's ultimately what I want to do is to be helping in small communities and rural communities with uh, children that don't have resources, you know? Yeah, and so tell us more about that. How, how are you inspired to kind of move into that work? I graduated from college in <clears throat> 2000. 
at the uh, College of Charleston in South Carolina. I was hired by Missoula Children's Theater pretty much directly out of college uh, from a hiring conference um, that took place in Virginia. It's called the Southeastern Theater Hiring Conference. And I got out to Montana. They threw me in a truck with one other person, and we hit the road and started touring. And um, the the whole thing about what MCT does is they they serve a lot of rural communities – well, Every community, but but especially the rural communities all over the world, you know, and and um, we go to every state in the U.S. and about sixteen other countries as well. So through that process, you kind of began thinking about maybe a career that you would, you know, segue from the theater part of it into counseling. Yeah, so I I did that for I toured for about two years. And that's how I met my wife. And then we uh, settled down here in Missoula. Um, and I started working at the home office. And fast forward, you know, years down the road. And I, you know, MCT, it's it's the development of life skills in children through participation in the performing arts. And so for me, I got an opportunity to really work with kids and bring theater to them when they wouldn't normally get that. And so it's a helping profession in that sense. And I saw how how we were changing lives and changing communities and and helping people to to build community, you know, through the work of theater, which was amazing. But I also kind of topped out and I wanted to find another way to give back. I even went to college kind of thinking I wanted to do some counseling stuff and and then kind of fell more into the theater side of things. And so now that I've kind of run this gamut, this life of theater, I just kind of decided that it was time to shift gears. And so I ended up applying for the program, for the master's program, and I got accepted, which I was totally blown away by <laughs> because I had a huge background in theater and that was, you know, the extent of my counseling. <laughs> yeah. But you had all this work in the meantime, working with students and working with young children. And so I could, I mean, they must have seen that you had this kind of skill set that you were going to be able to bring to bear. I think so. I yeah. think so. And I even asked him in my interview. I can remember Veronica Johnson uh, was in the interview process, and and she said, Does, "Do you have any questions for me?" And, you know, I'm looking around at all the other applicants that have you know this, these backgrounds in social work or CSCT and just all these you know rich backgrounds in, in mental health. And I asked her. I said, "Why would you want somebody that's got a BA in theater?" <laughs> <laughs> she said, "Well." you're bringing a, a huge part of your life that was working with children already. You know, you have this long background in education and teaching and, and, and performing arts, you know, and, and now I'm learning too, that that's extended as far as bringing empathy and radical acceptance and just all of these things that we do that we practice in the program are also a part of performance and, and theater and stuff that I was already doing with the kids. Yeah. And maybe mm -hmm. doing intuitively or implicitly. And now counseling is giving you kind of a theory on why it matters and, and engaging. Exactly. Well, so, um, you know, across the board in, in the graduate school, we run into time and time again how important the student advisor relationship is. Tell us a little bit more about Jana Mumbauer and your relationship with her. Jaina came in a couple of years ago, and from the beginning, I could sense that she was just the type of professor that was going to expect a lot from us. And I loved that because it's a challenge. And then also, I knew I could trust her 
because I knew that if I could make it in her classes, then I had actually really learned something. That's not to say that that's not true for my other professors as well. But with Jaina, it was just very, I I just felt an immediate kind of connection with her. Maybe it's because we're both from the East too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You know, um, but she, uh, she really, she really does push us and gets, I think the, the best out of us. You know, yeah. And tell, so, just recently, you've been collaborating with her. Tell us a little bit about this recent presentation. Jaina worked with me on putting together a presentation that um, was on improvisation and its effects on anxiety. Mm. And so, uh, the the section of the conference that we were working on was um, was for anxiety across the board. And so, people were doing presentations at different things for anxiety. But ours was specifically on how improvisation can help lower the you know effects of of anxiety on it's, a child. It's a perfect kind of blend of your two backgrounds and your two experiences. You know, I was telling a friend about that, and they said, "Wow, what a smart." teacher to be able to take this, your real world experience and apply it to um, this new education that you're learning right now. That's, that's how that worked. And we put together this presentation and we had such a great time. And actually what has spun off from that is I have ended up since then creating an improv group in the counseling department. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And congratulations again. Thank you for having me. If you enjoyed this episode of Confluence, subscribe to our podcast feed at Apple, Google, Spotify, or Stitcher. Make sure to rate and review to support our enterprise of bringing you the voices of graduate education at the University of Montana. See you on the next float.